friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 94. So we, right from the very beginning, have to give a shout out for this episode topic yep. to our friends Ty and Jenny. Yep. They were up here visiting. Uh, they actually just went home recently. Mm-hmm. And one of the nights they were here, we were just kind of sitting up late in the living room talking and uh, we were talking about something to do with this episode and Ty mm-hmm. said, this would make a good podcast. Yep. And we, we thought, were like, oh. <laughs> you know what? Yes, it would. And so we kind of like built out the idea and here we are. So Ty, Jenny, thank you for the idea. Yes. And it actually works out perfect because the day that this podcast is getting posted, I am actually flying all the way across country from Alaska to Washington, D.C. Yep. A very long travel day. Yep. Sherry Beth, what the heck are we talking about today? Just plain etiquette. What in the world <laughs> do you do on a plane? What's yeah. okay? What's not okay? We're talking about windows. We're talking about armrests. We're talking about peeing. We're, that's a weird one. We're talking about <laughs> lo- lots and lots of different things. Yep. Um, etiquette on airplanes. Yeah. And so we have a kind of a list of questions that we just sort of threw together. At the end, we're going to talk a little bit about things that you and I do mm-hmm. to make our experience on planes or traveling a little bit more comfortable. Yes. So we're going to start with the question that led to it all. Yeah. This is what we were discussing um, with Ty and Jenny was the idea of why would you book the window seat mm-hmm. and then just like lower the shade the right. entire time. Right. What is the point of booking the window seat if you're just going to immediately close the shade? And who who gets the window? Does the person who's sitting on the window seat get the decision-making abilities on the window shade? Is this a whole row thing or right. is it just that person? Right. I mean, I feel like it tends to be just that person, but I don't think that that's actually fair. Really? No. Okay. Um. So let's talk a little bit about this. I normally book... I'm a window seat person. Yeah. Not just because of the view, but because I'm a big guy. I like to get in my seat and then I tuck myself into the window. Right. To give the person next to me as much space as possible. Um, I love leaning up against the wall, going to sleep. I just, I'm most comfortable in a window seat. Right. Now, if somebody, if I closed it and somebody next to me who was in my row tapped me and was like, hey, would you mind if I open the shade? Of course I would. Right, which is what happens. So, like, I, yep. if I want to actually look outside, I'm just like, hey, open the window. Open the window. Um, if it is closed. Yep. Now, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. if it is, like, a late night slash early morning flight and people are trying to sleep and the sun is directly in the window, close the window. Ooh. If it's affecting everybody else in the row, probably not you because you're right next to it and it's not affecting you, but like everybody else in the row is like being blinded. Just etiquette. Yeah, but... Think about other people besides yourself. Yeah, but you're trying to get that really great Instagram shot of the sunrise <laughs> over the plane wing. Sure. Okay. So take that shot and then close it. I'm just kidding. No, I agree <laughs> with you. Um, there have been times that I... Because I normally leave the window open. I very rarely ever close the window shade. Mm-hmm. With the exception of if I can tell the sun is like beaming in and basically like poking the people right next to me in the eyeballs. Right. If I can tell that it's like uncomfortable, I will close the shade. Right. Um, There have also been times when I've been thinking about going to sleep and I'm going to close the shade and I look over and somebody next to me is like staring out the window and I'm like, I'll leave it open. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, they're obviously using the window. I'm not going to be like, nope, too bad. View's over. Go because to sleep. Because you 
have etiquette and you consider people around you. Like you you don't think that you have sole control of the window because you're the one who booked that seat. Thank you. Now let's expand on this a little bit. Yeah. Um, who gets... There's a row of three. Seats A, B, C. Mm-hmm. Window, middle, aisle. Mm-hmm. Who gets the two armrests in the middle? Here's my... Here's me on it. Okay. Now, n- granted, I almost always sit in the middle mm-hmm. <laughs> because you have the window and I sit next to you. Yep. We usually raise the armrest between us because we like to snuggle. That's true. <laughs> and so pro, pro snuggling in this relationship. Pro snuggle. Yeah. Um. And so we usually don't have that second armrest. However, if I am in the middle seat with strangers, I think. That whoever is in the middle seat already has a rough go of it. Uh-huh. They should get both armrests. Yeah. Because there are armrests on either side of the other one. Right. So you have either the luxury of the aisle and being able to get up whenever you want. Or you have the luxury of the window and kind of having a little extra space. If the person in the middle doesn't get one of those because you have both of them. Yep. You're just a hog. You have wow. You have the extra... Benefits of having either the aisle or the window and both armrests, I think no. I agree with you. Just so you know, 100%, I have no additions to what you just said. You said it perfectly. And I think that it's, again, just an etiquette thing. I think that it's just, and if I have the aisle or the window, I try not to use that inner um, armrest because whoever's in the middle already has a rough enough time because they're in the middle. And the person on the aisle... They get the access. They can stand up. They can go walk around. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Like, because they have, they have the aisle seat. So they are, like, they get the extra room to, like, stretch out a little bit into the aisle. Mm-hmm. They can get up whenever they want. Yep. Um, what I would say, I think the way I'd word it is I believe that whoever's sitting on the window has ultimate control of the window. So, like, they're kind of, like, the final vote matters. <laughs> um, now, again, going back to the etiquette thing. If there's somebody in your row that wants the shade open or they're looking at it or they want it closed, I think considering another person, beautiful. We're all stuck in this metal tube hurling through the sky. Let's not be asses to each other. Correct. Right? Yes. Um, And I agree with you. The middle seat gets both of the middle armrests. Mm -hmm. And the aisle, just they just can run up and down the aisle all they want. Right. That's what they get. Yep. Um, Now, I want to talk a little bit more, Sherry. Uh Uh-huh. Gosh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. So tell me what seat you prefer. You said you always get the middle. Mm-hmm. What is your preferred seat, though? I probably prefer the aisle um, just because I almost always have the middle and I just feel, like, squished. And I I never want to be in anybody's way. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I kind of, like, fold in on myself when I'm in the middle um, even if I'm sitting next to you, like I'll either like scooch closer to you and then fold in on myself. Like I just don't want to be in somebody's way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually don't like the window much because I'm cold yeah. all the time. I'm literally wearing my sweatshirt that says always cold. And I don't want to lean up against that cold wall. And I will say most times we fly, I offer you. Like yeah. if you want the window, you can have the window. I'll sit in the middle. But you would f- just freeze to death. I really, I actually don't like being up against that cold wall. So yeah. I, I prefer the not window. So if I have to choose between the middle and the window, I will choose the middle. 
if I have a choice between the middle and the aisle, I will choose the aisle. But if you have a choice between all of it, you're choosing first class. Correct. That's what you were made for. You were made for the first class life. I was made for the first class life. Let's tell one quick story real quick. Um, (laughs) This is not in our notes. It's it's the first class upgrade story. Uh So I get upgraded because how much I travel, I get upgraded quite a bit. Um, When you and I travel together, we get upgraded some. Some. On some Mm -hmm. flights. We both get upgraded first class. There was one flight... Uh, this was years and years ago mm-hmm. where I got upgraded to first class and you did not. Right. Now, gentlemen, pro tip. <laughs> if you're ever in this situation, you do not sit your ass in first class. You offer that to your wife you have, or. Yep. Or do what I did. Because the thing was, is Sherry likes, we like to sit together. We do like to sit together. We, I like to snuggle next to you on the plane. We I like actually, to use you as my pillow. We actually like each other. We do. And so <laughs> I knew that I got upgraded to first class. So I had two options. Number one. I could offer that first class seat to Sherry. Sherry uh, could take the first class seat. I would take hers. Good to go. I knew, and we talked about this, Sherry didn't want that. She's like, I want to sit with you. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I went back and I asked the lady who was sitting next to Sherry. I was like, hey, this is my wife. Uh, I'm actually upgrading first class. She was traveling by herself. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm in first class. Younger. Probably mid-20s, I guess. That's probably true. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Um, I'd love to sit next to my wife. I'm in first class. Would you mind if I gave you my first class seat so I could sit with my wife? <laughs> you guys, her reaction. She nearly cried. Well, so she had been at a fish camp, like working at like a fishing lodge all summer. Yeah. And she was exhausted and tired and wanted a bed and a shower and like to be home. Mm-hmm. And giving her first class, like on the verge of tears. Yeah. And so uh, you and I got to sit together. We did. Made a like made a friend <laughs> who and made her day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that is how that works. If I get upgraded to first class, either you're taking my seat or we're probably most likely going to give it to the person next to you. We have done that a, a few times and I have taken the upgrade a few times. Where I've sat back in coach mm-hmm. and you got my first class seat. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I don't but, think there's ever been a time where you have taken the upgrade and left me in coach. Absolutely not. Yeah. That that I cannot even I can't even imagine doing that. <laughs> right. Like, I literally can't imagine being like, all right, Sherry, peace. <laughs> See you in six hours. And actually, I think that the one, I think there was one time that I took your upgrade and, or I got upgraded and you got upgraded, but Auburn didn't or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but we were traveling with Auburn. And so Auburn and I sat in first class and you sat in coach. Yeah. I gave you guys my first class. Yeah. So you two could be in first class yeah. and I sat in the back. <laughs> of course. I just think that like, that's, come right. on. Chivalry. Don't be an ass. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So we talked about seats you prefer. We talked about how I prefer the um, I prefer the window. Now let's talk about reclining your seat. Ooh. This, and I didn't realize this was such a heated topic until looking oh. at online like comments and communities. Oh my God. People feel very, very passionate about, is it okay to recline your seat on an airplane? Absolutely not. And here. Here we go. Here is my thing. It reclines all of, what, three or four inches? Yeah, maybe. It is not like you're going from sitting to laying, let's be really clear. And so your reclining, your little three inches, is not going to make you sleep better. It's not. Like, it's really not. But it, what it does is it affects the person behind you. Mm-hmm. Because I am usually that person behind you. Mm-hmm. And so I am the kind of person, I like to use my tray table and my pillow and I, I lay on my pillow, like on my tray table. If you move your little three inches that does absolutely nothing for you, what you're doing to me is you're hitting me in the head and you're actually giving me three less inches 
that I already don't have a whole lot of space. And I, it just, I don't think the plain seats should recline at all. So here's where I'm at with this. I agree with you with that last statement. I don't think plain sheets, plain seats should <laughs> recline at all. It's pointless. Right. If you, like you want to lay down seat, great. Spend the money for business class. Correct. You know what I mean? Like get be upfront. Because your three inches is not helping you lay down. Yeah. And so I agree with you. I actually don't think plain seats should recline. Um, my thought is that if you are going to recline your seat to look back, mm-hmm. a courtesy glance, to see the situation of the person behind you. Here's why. Let me tell you. I'm a tall guy. There have been many times that I have been like leaning forward either on my phone or on my laptop doing work. And the person in front of me turbo reclines. <laughs> like I think they're going for a Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest airplane seat recline ever. Sure. And absol- almost like it knocks me unconscious. <laughs> right? Well, you're tall and you also wear a hat. Well, and, and oh, my hat's been knocked <laughs> off many a time. Right. And to me, it's like what you get is the airspace between you and the seat back. Mm-hmm. So when the seat back reclines three inches into your airspace, it's moving more into your space. Right. So have courtesy and just make sure that like that person isn't like you using it as a pillow or that you're not going to knock somebody out by these three inches that apparently you need very much. Um, and, and again, it is not affecting you one damn bit to mm-mm. recline your seat. It's really not. If you feel like you need to recline three inches, scoot your butt three inches forward. There have actually been times that I've accidentally hit my recline button and reclined my seat and then like had like apologized to the person behind me. Right. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I'm not a recliner. I promise. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about, and I don't know if I have this in my notes, but this is somewhat similar. Uh, this was on a flight recently earlier this year. <laughs> I told you the story. Yeah. Uh, to Denver. Um <laughs> talking about like where does your space on the seat like what am i in control of uh so i was sitting there on a flight there's a girl in front of me and i don't know a little ways into the flight she fl- she had really long hair she flipped her hair back over the seat back so that it was dangling down like in front of me and over my uh, like over the little like in seat magazine over my tray table. So when I had to lower my tray table, I literally had to like part her hair no. with my hands. Not okay. And lower my tray table. Not okay. Anything that you do that impedes the space of another person on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, even me, like I'm a big guy and I have really broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. And so I feel terrible when I sit next to somebody, um, especially back when I was at my heaviest. Uh, I, it's like, I just feel bad because I felt like I was impeding on their space. Again, which is why you book the window because you can kind of tuck yourself in. 100%. Because your shoulders are wider than the seats. Yes, without question. I and, can't lose weight in my shoulders. I wish I could. <laughs> right. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I, and, and again, like, and that's why I kind of like squish in on myself when I'm in the middle because I just don't want to use up more than my allotted space. Now, they're very small spaces and I understand that. And they're yeah. very uncomfortable for, especially for long flights. Yep. However, if you really, really, really can't handle being in that confined space, then don't. Don't fly. What do you mean can't handle? Like if you have to if you have to put your hair over the seat or if you have to spread yourself out or no, you, here's whatever. The, here's the thing. Nobody has to put their hair over the seat. No. It is that is just <laughs> simply a like you don't consider other people. Correct. Right. Right? Like you think that you get access to everything. Or the people that just like man spread, like just spread into the other seat. Like Yeah. If you truly cannot not do that, then don't fly. 
Yeah. <laughs> or book first class. Or book first class. Right. Like, because it's just, use the space that is allotted to you and no more than that. Because everybody's confined to their tiny space. And if you're taking your space and somebody else's. Mm-hmm. I will say it's really interesting because you and I have flown hundreds of thousands of miles together. Yeah. And I only recently have learned about your passion when it comes to seat reclining. (laughs) It's like, oh, this is something that Sherry feels. Because I've been hit in the head so many times and I'm just like, this is not affecting you at all. Like Mm -hmm. you are not reclining enough to make any difference for you, but it's, it's fully affecting me and now I can't sleep. Now I want (laughs) to, now I want to move on to a topic that may be, you may feel less passionate about mm-hmm. than reclining seats. You may feel more. Um, I learned recently that one of my employees who I've been traveling a ton with, Allison, feels very, very <laughs> passionate about this. And I didn't know. Um, it has to do with shoes, socks, bare feet, flip-flops when you travel. Uh-huh. Allison's view is that whatever footwear you wear requires socks when you travel. There's no (laughs) such thing as traveling without socks. So to her, if you're wearing Crocs with bare feet or you're wearing like flip-flops with bare feet, she's probably vomiting. (laughs) Like like maybe not actually, but like she's certainly... She's holding it back. Well, and she's texting friends that you'll never believe there's a guy here in flip-flops with no socks. And probably taking pictures of your gross feet. Most likely. Um, And so tell me where you feel about socks, flip, basically airplane footwear. Um, I agree that there should be socks. Okay. I don't think that I have ever flown with bare feet. Oh. Um, or like flip-flops or something. I think I've always flown with socks. I will wear sandals. Like, I have worn sandals, I guess. But I almost always will wear actual, like, slip-on shoes mm-hmm. um, that are easy on-off or, like, TSA. But, like, ugh. I, here's the thing. Airports airplanes are disgusting yes you should fact you should just never ever have bare feet like ever anywhere in the vicinity of these things um that's just disgusting so here's where i'm at (laughs) and i'm gonna admit this that i'm not i'm not proud of this oh no okay i have traveled many a time in flip-flops and bare feet crocs no no socks many times not recently because i've learned my lesson (laughs) But here's the thing. I wish y'all could see the face I'm giving him right now. It's, it's you are disgusted with me, <laughs> and it's clear. Um, we have global entry. We have TSA pre-check, so yeah. we almost never have to take off our shoes. Right. However, I remember uh, in the Anchorage airport one time, and this was like, it must have been this time of year, fall-ish, because I remember taking my, I think I was wearing flip-flops off, and standing there in bare feet, and looking at all of the fishing boots, like <laughs> rain boots, uh, that all of these guys around me were wearing, mm-hmm. and just thinking, like, the bottom of my feet need to be burned off. <laughs> yeah, like, correct. you know just what I mean? Like, completely. Yep. Take, mm-hmm. take a knife, just cut off the whole bottom 10 layers. Right. Um, and since then, <laughs> I have been much better about, like, a comfortable shoe, but with socks when I travel. Yeah. Like, I'm fine wearing Crocs with my socks. Like, I it's will, also a very nice look. It, sure, I don't care. It, you're also flying, so mm-hmm. <laughs> there is also a, a level of comfort that I will wear on an airplane that I rarely wear anywhere else in public. Oh, with, without question. Right. Um, so, like, I will wear socks and Crocs to travel, but I don't I Still the socks. Yeah. Must have the socks. Um, what about, and this is not on the list, 
because I've seen this a number of times. What about putting your feet up on the, so let's say you're in, like on Alaska Airlines is normally row six. It's the bulkhead row, the first row, like behind first class where <laughs> there's like a wall there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just see people with their feet up on the wall um, or like bare feet up on the wall. Okay. The bare feet is absolutely not because again, disgusting. Okay. I put my feet up on the wall. First of all. I think that's horrible. Here's the thing. To me, it's like going to somebody's house and putting your feet up on the furniture. Maybe, but here's the thing. I cannot sit. Like, if if, if I'm not in the bulkhead road, which I really actually don't like. You hate the bulkhead. I hate the bulkhead row. Um, but we have sat there a few times. So if I'm there, I it's terribly uncomfortable. Like, even when I'm sitting here doing our podcast, I have a leg up. Um, or I have, like our footstool or something underneath the table. It's very uncomfortable for me just to sit in a chair. So what do you do in like a normal row? I put my feet up on, um, there's usually between one of the seats on the floor, there's a little piece that kind of sticks out. The power box? Sure, and I will put my foot up on that. Really? Yep, almost always. I don't know. I'm surprised you've never noticed that, but I have to have at least one of my feet up on that. What if we Because in my hips and my knees hurt so bad well like to just, to just sit like shakira your hips don't lie well <laughs> um do we need to look into some kind of a folding footstool for you we have talked about it we have we have talked about it i mean no i mean we've talked about this totally because i always have to have my foot up on something either tucked under me or up on something because just sitting like that especially for a long time okay. is killer all on right. all of my joints okay well um how about you not put your feet up on the bulkhead wall <laughs> well, rude. I do though. <laughs> um, okay. Next time, next time you do, I'm gonna ring the flight attendant call button and be like, "This lady next to me is putting her feet up on everything. Can you move her?" <laughs> no, but I do that, and I'll switch feet because it's easier on my on my hips and my back. Sure, I can't believe I'm married to somebody who puts. Their I'm feet surprised up on the wall. that you have not noticed this. If I noticed it, I probably honestly, if I had noticed it, I probably would be like. Sherry, can you put your feet down? Like, that's really embarrassing. No, so I really, I don't like the bulkhead for a few reasons. For one thing, I have a big butt, and it doesn't tend to fit in the bulkhead because the armrests are stationary. Are stationary. Yep. They're completely built in. Yep. Um, and so I don't fit in that seat very well. Mm -hmm. um, also, I like to have my bag with me. There's no place. Actually, let's talk, you know what, let's go ahead and talk about that, and then we'll move into the next question that has to do with that. Okay, so I like to have my bag with me because I like to have all of my things within reach. And so I rarely use the overhead bin yep. for my carry-on. Um, it's, it's usually like my backpack and I keep it at the floor, like on the floor in front of me. But you can't bulkhead. But I can't in bulkhead. And so it, there's just, there's nothing about bulkhead that I actually like. And it's interesting. Except that's, that I can put my feet up on the wall. That's like, God, <laughs> no, we are not doing that anymore. We are... We are ending the feet on the bulkhead. I have to. It hurts. You don't have to. What else am I doing with my legs and my feet besides crying in pain? I will hold them. Okay. How about this? In order just to get, just so you don't have to put them up on the wall, I will hold your are feet. Are we detaching them so you can just hold them? I don't yes, understand how this is happening. We're going to pop your hips out. Oh, okay. And then I'll just hold them. I mean, them. that happens anyway. That's true. Okay, so now you referenced this. Mm -hmm. It was one of the questions we had a little bit later on. We're just going to hit it now. Mm -hmm. um, you talked about... You keep your backpack, which is your carry-on, mm -hmm. with you, but it always goes under the seat in front of you because you like to have all of your stuff accessible. I th th And uh, our stuff, honestly, because I, that's where we keep our snacks. Like, all of the snacks go into my carry-on because I always have it with me. Sure. Um, and so we shared our snacks, and I keep my 
my Kindle and or books and I keep chargers and I keep like all of those kinds of things, painkillers <laughs> are, yeah. are in my uh, carry on. And so I like to keep those within reach so that I'm not getting up every five minutes and needing hmm. to get into, especially because I'm almost always in the middle and I would have to move the person on the aisle to get to my carry on. So for me, I get in my seat. If I'm not in first class, I'll talk about first class in a second. If I'm in coach, I always sit down with the exact same things in my pocket. Mm-hmm. My AirPods, a charging cord, and my phone. Yep. That's all I have with me. That's all you have with you. I never have a book with me. I never have anything else with me. If I'm in first class, sometimes I will do some video editing. Like if I'm editing a vlog or if I have some work to do, I'll keep my laptop with me and then like get work done just because there's more space to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but in coach, AirPods, charging cord, phone, that's it. Um, and so for me, I grab those things. And I put my carry-on, which also is normally a backpack or a small little rolling bag, mm-hmm. um, up above. Yeah. But I'm noticing more and more, because airlines are charging for more bags, mm-hmm. that people are trying to not check a bag. And here's the thing. I get it. Trying to save money. Also, airlines sometimes lose bags. So I understand the reasons why. But there are some people that I see get on airplanes, and it's like, yo, that's a full-size suitcase. You know what I mean? It's like, that yeah, is that's not... That's not going to fit end, like, the front end-wise into this overhead space. You're going to have to put it long ways and take up the space of four bags. And that's the thing. And so here's <laughs> here's my thought as far as, like, the space you get. And it's funny because, like, this is what the airlines say as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have two bags, sorry, you just lost the space at your feet. Yep. One goes up top, one goes at your feet. You don't get to put both of them... You don't get to put both of them up top and take up bin space that other people might need. Right. It, especially if it's a full flight. Like, just keep your shirt with you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Boom. There you go. And it's also <laughs> funny because sometimes, like, you see this a lot with musicians traveling with big instruments. Like, here's my oboe or my cello. Is an oboe a big instrument? <laughs> no. The oboe is like this the oboe is small. Woodwind. What am I thinking about? What's the giant... Um, am I thinking of like a cello? Like a cello yeah. Okay, like a Yanobo. A cello. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, that's going to take up all of the overhead. An entire overhead. An entire bin. overhead bin. Um, or I also guitars. understand not wanting to check that. However. That's what I mean. It's like, it's the balance between like, I get it, but also the considerate of other people. Right. All right. So we are both in agreement that if you bring on a backpack and like a rolling carry on, mm-hmm. uh, you lose your feet space. You lose your feet space. Absolutely. Perfect. Yep. I'm glad we redeemed ourselves after I was so unbelievably disappointed that you put your feet on the wall. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> now I want to talk about, uh, first let me tell a story about one of my recent flights. I was, I think, I think it might've been another flight back from Denver. Um, and I was upgraded to first class. Oh, <laughs> Nice. That's nice for the podcast. You just bust out a yawn real quick. <laughs> Apologies. Um, Are we boring you? Proof that we do zero podcast editing because that was staying in. Um, And probably 90 minutes or so before the flight got to Anchorage, I realized that all of the adult beverages and all of the waters and all of the everything (laughs) that I drank were a terrible idea. Because I, you ever have it where it's like, I don't have to pee. I don't have to pee. And then it's like, oh my God, I've got to pee really bad. If I don't pee in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to pee. I'm peeing on on everybody. (laughs) Um, But the guy next to me was absolutely out. I mean, like, 
not just like dozing in and out, which I feel like is what I normally do on planes, but absolutely just zonked <laughs> and kind of like spread out and with his legs stretched forward that there was no way that I could like step over him, even in first class to get out. But I felt so bad at the thought of waking this guy up. The thought of like tapping and being like, hi, I got to pee. Um, and so I sat there and I sat there and I was like, I can wait till Anchorage. And I'm looking at my phone and you know how when you have to pee, like time slows down somehow. <laughs> That's what happened. I think the pilot actually started flying slower because he knew that there was somebody in seat like 3F that had to pee. Um, and so if you have to pee, mm-hmm. but the person next to you in the aisle is sound asleep, snoozing good, mm-hmm. what do you do? I will never wake them up. Here's the thing. I, again, with not wanting to take up anybody's space, like I, and this is sort of me in life, I think. Like I try very hard not to be an inconvenience inconvenience to anybody around me. Um, Even if they're wide awake, I will rarely ask them to move so I can get up. Really? Even if they're awake? If they get up to pee, then I'm like, yes. And I will also get up to pee. I didn't know this. Yeah. I will almost never be like, hey, excuse me, can you move? Do I need to start asking you? <laughs> do I need to start being like, hey, are you okay, Sherry? Do you need to pee? Because I will, if they're awake, I'll ask. I'll be like, hey, can I pee? And then that gets them up and then you can go as well. <laughs> so like, that's our new play, okay? If you have to pee, but you don't want to ask, <laughs> tell me and then oh, I'll, man. I'll say that I, I will pee. hold it for hours. What? Oh, yeah. Until I'm in physical pain. Oh my gosh, that was me on that flight. I was, I was like, I'm gonna just start peeing everywhere. <laughs> I gotta get to the bathroom. So my, in my story, I did tap the guy. Mm, I woke, oh, good job. I, I woke him up, and he was I very. Am, I'm not that ballsy. He like was very, I just don't. Sorry. He, was, he was very nice. He was very kind about it. I mean, it went great, and I peed, and I, I instantly when I was in there, I was like, oh, that was the right decision. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really glad that I tapped him. You would never do it. No. Hmm. No. Okay, so next time we're on an airplane, yes, pee real bad. What are you gonna do? Probably sit there and no. not say anything. You're gonna tell me. I don't want to bother you about it either. No. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to help oh, you pee. Oh man, I'm gonna start asking you every 15 minutes on a flight. Hey, do you have to pee? Hey, how's your bladder? Bladder check. Bladder check. <laughs> All right. Uh, last question we have before we get into some like things that we do, mm-hmm. and this is, I feel like I wish that there was a way that I could pull the audience to know everybody's answer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you put your phone in airplane mode? <laughs> Almost never. Here's the thing. I am, <laughs> I am rarely on my phone, hmm. um, unless I'm reading or something on my phone, um, or listening to music. If, if I'm listening to music, I'm probably playing a game on my phone as well. Okay. Um, but That's most, true. I've seen that. most flights, because I have a hard time just like sitting and listening to music, um, most flights I am reading, okay. either a, an actual book or on my Kindle or my Nook or something, and so I'm I just stick my phone in the pocket and I just leave it there. Hmm. Um, occasionally I will charge it so that it's charged whenever we get to where we're going. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget to do that, but I am rarely actually on my phone when we fly. That is true, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Because I, I just find other things to do, like read. <laughs> so you do not put your phone in airplane mode? No. I also don't put my phone in airplane mode. Um, I am on my phone almost constantly on the flight. Mm-hmm. Basically, from the time I sit in my seat until the time I leave, I am on my phone. 
You do because you you usually access the like especially on like Alaska Airlines, you access their Wi-Fi and you have to be in airplane mode to access that. Yes, but I don't do that until because you reach ten thousand feet. Right. So what I do is I don't keep my phone in airplane mode. <laughs> I keep using the five G. And here's what I want. I well hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Um, <laughs> and normally you take off and you have like five G and then like LTE and then eventually it goes away. But by then you're close to ten thousand feet and the Wi-Fi kicks in and then I just like get on the plane's Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And so, but I almost never when they're like, okay, we're pulling away from the gate, airplane mode. I'm never like, oh my gosh, I gotta put my phone in airplane mode. Never. But I do want to know, um, are there any pilots out there? <laughs> Does airplane mode really matter? Does it matter? I that, feel like no. And I feel like we've had pilots who are friends who are like, no, it doesn't really matter. But here's the thing. I feel like our friends who are pilots typically fly smaller planes, yeah. Cessnas, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff. And so maybe it does matter on like a, I don't know, a 747 or whatever it is. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I want to know from you, <laughs> if you're a pilot, you have insight into the aviation industry, not just some yahoo like we are. <laughs> uh, I want to know, does Should airplane mode? Should we actually be putting our, plane in, our phone in airplane mode? Does it actually matter? I would put my phone in airplane mode if they gave me extra air miles. <laughs> hey, if you listen to us, we will give you extra air miles. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen. All right. Now. You and I travel a lot. Yeah. Um, we have a couple hundred thousand air miles currently in our Alaska Airlines account. We mm-hmm. just we we just fly a ton um, for both work stuff, for personal stuff. And because we fly, uh, and let's be honest, flying for the most part, not a comfortable experience at all. No. Here's the thing. I th- And I think I've said this on podcasts and on blogs and stuff. I hate traveling. Yep. I love being different places, but I hate getting to different places. Yeah. If something like um, teleportation was invented. Absolutely. You would be the first to sign up. Sign me right up for that. Because the thought of like going on adventures, the thought of going places, wonderful. But the thought of getting there just sucks. And so we have a couple things that we have just kind of figured out to sort of help us along the way. Some kind of airplane or travel pro tips. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to share them with you. And hope that this doesn't bite us in the butt and you all start doing them. <laughs> uh, the first thing is that when we book our tickets, mm-hmm. uh, we always, you know, I would say 95% of our travel is on Alaska Airlines. Very mm-hmm. brand loyal to Alaska. They treat us very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, we book the window and the aisle seat. Yep. Because when people are choosing their seats, booking their seats, typically the last seats to sell are middle seats. Mm-hmm. And so our thought is that if we book window and aisle, it potentially could get us the whole row. And that's always more comfortable. Yep. Now, we're not making it so somebody else can't book that seat. No. They completely can. They can. And here's what we do. So we get on the plane. And sometimes we know that seat hasn't sold. That's awesome. Sometimes we know it has sold. Right. When we get on the plane and somebody's in the middle seat, I'm always on the plane first. And so I say, hey, uh... Would you mind actually taking the aisle seat so my wife and I could sit together? Mm-hmm. They are so happy. We have yet to have anybody be like, nope, I'd really prefer to sit in the middle. They are so happy. They're like, oh my gosh, of course. Because they thought <laughs> they were going to get stuck in a middle seat uh-huh. for the next three, six, nine hours. Mm-hmm. And we're like, actually, you get the aisle seat. Yep. They're always so thrilled. And we get to sit together. Yes. And so usually, because you are almost always group A mm-hmm. um, to get on flights, you and I are on the plane first. And so I just sit in the middle seat. And we've had a few people be like, uh, I think that's my seat. Um, for the most part, people will just sit in the aisle. 
Yeah. And, <laughs> and even if they say, uh, I think you're in my seat, that's when Sherry will just say, uh, would you mind sitting on the aisle so we can sit together? Yep. This and, is my husband. I'd, we'd prefer to sit together if that's okay. And they're thrilled. Yeah. Again, who who in any situation is like, you know what? I want the middle seat. And if they do, snuggle in, friendo, because like <laughs> I'm a cuddler uh-huh. and we have three hours. And you've been expecting cuddles because you were expecting to sit next to me. Yeah, so if you're going to sit next to me, we going to cuddle. Be prepared. Yep. We're going to cuddle and I'm going to talk. <laughs> you're going to talk a we're, lot. By the end, well, a lot. <laughs> by the end of the flight, we're going to be best friends. We're going to follow each other on social media. Uh-huh. I might be coming to your house for the weekend. Correct. You never know. Not me. I will sit there silently. Oh, yeah. You you will not talk to them at all. No. Nope. In fact, there have been a couple instances where it's so funny because Sherry's normally in the middle where the person next to her wants to be Sherry's best friend. And I can just watch Sherry being like, how can I get this conversation to end? Because you have no desire to talk. No, and I and I'm very polite. Oh, and I they're, will you're so I nice will not it. just fully ignore somebody if they're talking to me. Um, but I really don't want to talk to you. Yeah, you're you're not on a plane to make friends. No. No, let's be honest. I am on a plane to suffer through and just get where I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna be miserable for three hours. Please let me lose myself in my book. Boom. That's yeah. it. Uh, a couple other things. <laughs> the next thing that we do is we actually have an Alaska Lounge membership. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did this several years into our marriage. Going back to something you said, that travel is just uncomfortable. Yeah. And so the thought was, how in the world can we make this whole experience a little bit better? And joining the Alaska Lounge for us makes the experience a little bit better. It does. It doesn't necessarily help the flight be more comfortable. No. But... The thing with travel is that it's not just the flight. No. It's the whole travel day. It's the t- layovers in the airport. It's like how early you get to the airport. It's all of that kind of stuff that can add to the stress of a travel day. Mm-hmm. And being able to get to the airport, go to a private space where there's not as many people, not as much noise, not as much chaos. Get some food. Get some food that's included in the price. Get some adult mm-hmm. beverages that are included in the mm-hmm. price. Um, really does help the whole travel day experience. Yeah. And because we almost always have a layover in Portland and Seattle as we fly out of Alaska, mm-hmm. um, both, of the, both those places have Alaska lounges. And so we get to not have to wonder about oh, where we're going to get, where we're going to eat, where we're going to get lunch. Yep. We just go to the lounge. We find a comfortable seat. Yep. They have great Wi-Fi. And we just like chill. And yummy pancakes. And they do have, they do have yummy pancakes. And honestly, yeah. And, and we sat down and we actually, um, almost didn't renew last year or this year or I don't uh, remember. I think last year. And we actually figured out um how much we would spend on food. Just food in the airport. Yep. And we figured out that we could travel like two or three times before we <laughs> before we made Well, I don't think I don't think it was like It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean it was very few travel times. Um, to make up for the free food that we get, I mean, included in the price of the lounge. Yeah, over the course of a year, mm-hmm. the lounge saves us money. That's right. what I'll say. Over yep. the course of the year, if you travel X amount of times, the lounge saves money. And that's just on food, not to mention the much more comfortable seating and always available outlets and adult beverages. Adult beverages that are included. Like, it just, it, for us, it just makes so much sense. It is a little expensive, but it makes so much sense because we do travel a lot. Yeah, it makes it makes the travel day better. And I will say, um, so I almost always travel with you. Yeah. And you have all of these benefits. You are almost always group A to 
board, you have the Alaska Airlines membership, you have, you know, all of these upgrades and all Mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff. Um, When I traveled by myself in February of this year, (laughs) I didn't have any of those. And I was group E and I might as well have been have been group Z because the line was long to get on the plane. And I did not have the Alaska Airlines membership and I had to sit in the terminal. And it was just like, this is the worst. Like, I am not built for this kind of travel. Yeah, well, it was really funny because she was like, she was like, I'm in group E. I was like, they have a group E? I didn't know they did either. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is not, this is unpleasant. This is not the life I was made for. This is not the life I was made for. And I didn't have the Alaska Lounge membership and I didn't have the upgrades and I didn't, and it was just like, this is terrible. That, Truly terrible. That's how I keep you. <laughs> that's how you keep yep, me. With, is the travel benefits. Yep, I, I, I dangle the carrot of, of luxury travel days. Mm, okay. And then you're like, ah, I was going to leave him. I guess I'll stay. I guess I'll stay. I guess I'll stay because I get free pancakes. Plus snuggles on the plane because I did not get those either. You didn't. Maybe you did. Um, <laughs> next thing I want to talk about. Uh-huh. This is the last thing, I okay. think. Uh, something that you travel with mm-hmm. that just simply makes, it can be a little bit awkward but to you it makes the plane experience better here's the thing i understand that i am that person and i understand that this whole thing was about plane etiquette and this is maybe anti however i am the person that brings their full-sized bed pillow but the thing is i don't think that it is bad that you bring your bed pillow because your bed pillow doesn't encroach in the space of another person no it doesn't um and it it makes me so much more comfortable because again i put my tray table down and i put my pillow up there and i wrap my arms around it and i go to sleep yeah. And um, now granted, my sleep is usually 15 or 20 minutes at a time. Like mm-hmm. I do not sleep well on planes, but I can sleep some with this pillow. And without it, I, I can't do the neck pillow thing. Like I've tried, I've tried every version of the neck pillow thing. I've tried like the blow up thing where you like put your arms and hands and like That's right. your face in and like um, that was pure crap. Like it just, nothing works for me <laughs> except for my full-sized bed pillow. Yeah. And so if I want to get any sleep at all on a plane, I am the one bringing the full pillow. Yeah. So you normally don't bring the pillow if it's just like a flight to Seattle. No, if it's an overnight six plus hour flight, then I will. Then you're bringing it. Otherwise I don't. And here's the thing. Like I don't even mind being the husband lugging a pillow through the airport. <laughs> Which um, I appreciate. Yeah, I don't mind that at all because I mm-hmm. know that it's going to be more comfortable for you on the flight. Yeah. So, friends, that is our Just Plain Etiquette podcast. Yeah. And here's what I want to know. Go over to YouTube, search Leg Life Podcast. First of all, subscribe and hit the bell so you get notified when we post new podcasts. Where you go? Good job. I remember. That's normally your That's your, usually your my, role. my role. I know. Um, <laughs> and find this Just Plain Etiquette podcast. Mm-hmm. And in the comments, I want to know why is Sherry wrong for putting her feet on the... No, I'm just kidding. That's not, that's not, no, no, no. Which of these things do you disagree with us? Are there any that you're like, I cannot believe they're those kind of people? Are there any questions that we missed? Are there any plain yeah. etiquette things that you do that like are really important to you? Yeah. What drives you crazy? Are you repulsed when you see bare feet on a plane? Um, yeah. <laughs> also, I... I will not put my feet up on, like, the armrest between the seats. Oh, God. I will not do that. I will put it up on the little, like, electric box thing or not at all. But, like, I – or I'll rest it on, like, the seat in between, like, the leg. Um, But I don't go above the seat at all because just don't be that person. I have for sure. Also headphones. I have for sure been the person who's been sitting there 
And I look down to my left, and here comes some toes up on the armrest. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Those are the things that will get you on the passenger shaming Instagram account. Absolutely. As they should. As they should. Yes. I agree. We did not talk about this, but I'm going to throw this in there real quick. Oh, here we go. Headphones. Now, I do feel like most flight attendants are like, I'm sorry, you can't listen to that without headphones. Correct. But not all. And I feel like there are grown adults and young children who are watching these shows or whatever without headphones so loud so loud and it's just like oh my gosh yeah you are in a public space wear your damn headphones and if you don't have headphones then don't watch the show yeah like if, if you sucks to suck read a book if <laughs> like if you didn't bring your headphones for you or your child neither one of you gets to watch your show and ask the flight attendant they normally have those yes um if they don't have them you're just out of luck. You're out of luck. And it's just, oh my gosh. Like, don't just try to listen to it. Because you have to listen to them louder. You get to just sit there and pray. Yes. That's what... Pray about your life choices. Wow. Sure. Because... You are a sassy one tonight. I am. I'm sorry. But I have I have just sat in front or, or behind people who are watching these shows. And again, it's on the airplane. Everything is louder because you have the plain noise. Yep. Like, even when I have my, my headphones in, I listen to it way louder than I ever do in, like, normal life. Mm-hmm. Because they have the plain noise you're trying to, like, counterbalance. And so, it's just, it's so loud. And I don't, I don't want to listen to your child's TV show. How many of you are loving sassy plain Sherry right now? And how many of you are like, oh, Sherry needs an adult beverage to calm she down. She needs a hug. She needs a hug and... <laughs> Like, and some bourbon. I probably need both, yes. You probably do need both. Friends, mm-hmm. we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to our Just Plain Etiquette. Again, yeah. go over, leave your comments. I want to hear all of your thoughts on this. Did we forget something? What I are know your we, thoughts on the things we talked about? I know we forgot stuff. And oh, I'm yeah. so curious to hear what we forgot about. Friends, we love you, and we'll see you on the next <laughs> Lug Life Podcast. Bye! Bye.